ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in with us again. Go ahead, get your Bibles, get your book, and let's jump right into today's lesson. Uh, last week, we covered chapter 8, God's part in sanctification. And today, we're going to be looking at chapter 9, our part in sanctification. Now, let me just say, we have a part to play. Our spiritual journey, our faith, and our sanctification all begins and ends with God. He is the center of it. And His amazing grace and His amazing saving grace for us, it all begins and ends with Him. But we cannot forget that we have a vital part to play as well. And according to Dr. Jury, our part is this, consecration and faith. Now, understandably, throughout history and still today, there are, are various amounts of confusion when it comes to this topic. Um, there are some who put an overly heavy emphasis on God's part. Now, God's part in sanctification is irreplaceable. It is through Him that this is even possible. But we must remember that there has to be a healthy balance between God's part in sanctification and ours, and we cannot overly lean toward one side or the other. Otherwise, we're going to end up out of balance. And what I mean is, and, and Dr. Jury explains this to us, is that God alone works in us to sanctify us. But he does this with our cooperation. Sanctification is not just a, a unilateral activity of God, but a bilateral. Both God and us are involved in this act of sanctification. We are changed through a partnership with God. He has a part in doing the work, and we looked at that last week. If you, if you didn't see that or you weren't a part of it, go back, uh, read chapter 8, and watch that video. We discussed it. And so God has a part in this work, and we have ours in coming to him in consecration and faith. Dr. Jerry explains to us that, that this, is so and this is so important to understand that, that though we have a part to play, it is God who does the cleansing and the empowerment. It's so important that we do not mix up the two roles, okay? It's God who does the cleansing and the empowerment, but our part is consecration and faith, okay? So let's look at this. Consecration, what is this? Consecration or, or entire sanctification, can, they can seem like impossible goals. They seem like great ideas, but, but unrealistic achievements. But the thing is, they're not. We have, a, we have a tendency to overcomplicate the idea of consecration. Consecration is total commitment to Jesus Christ. It's giving Jesus everything. The key word here is total. This is us giving God our all, everything, holding nothing back from him. He wants all of us. Dr. Jerry says he wants our time, our talents, our thoughts, our finances, our hopes, our aspirations, our reputation, our hobbies, our friendships, our habits, and our future. He wants to be the master and Lord of every part of our lives. And you might be thinking, well, how can I do this? I can't give God everything. That's impossible. There's areas of my life that I want to keep secret. I want to keep to myself. Well, let, let's look at it through the lens of a couple on their wedding day, right? So you have that engaged couple, and, and they're standing there before each other. They're standing there before the preacher, the congregation, and God, and they're making their vows one to another to keep each other only to themselves and to one another, period. And they're going to give themselves completely to that other person. And that's exciting, and we hear that. But now imagine that that bride is standing there 
And she's saying, I promise to keep myself solely unto you, except for that one other guy. I will give my whole self to you, but this one area. I'm giving this one area to this other dude. No one would be okay with that, right? Especially not her husband-to-be. I mean, her future husband wants her to give herself everything to him, and he wants to give himself completely to her. But imagine her allowing only one other man into the picture. It's just not right. Well, that's what it looks like. That's what's happening when we don't give God our complete selves. We're saying to him, I'm giving myself completely to you, just not completely, completely. There's still one area that I want to keep away from you, God. But in this consecration, our part, what we have to know is by doing this, we're, we're, we're missing out on the empowerment God wants to give us. Our part is to give everything to him, no, holding nothing back. And by doing this, by, by holding things back, by saying, God, I don't want to give you this area, we're missing out on the cleansing. We're missing out on the empowerment that God wants to give us. Dr. Jury wrote that cleansing is available, available for you. The power is ready ready for you. Why don't you have it? Is it because God is withholding it? Probably not. It's more, like, it's more likely because you have not totally, completely given yourself to God in complete consecration. That is your part. Total surrender to God. He wants to give you that cleansing. He wants to give you that empowerment. We just have to be willing to give ourselves completely to him. And Jesus Christ, our, our Lord and Savior, he is the perfect example of this when he walked on earth. In the garden, before he went to the cross, he prayed, not my will, but yours be done. That is total surrender. That is holding nothing back. Jesus Christ, before he's getting ready to be crucified, he said, Lord, take this, Father, take this cup from me, but not my will, but yours be done. That is the perfect example of total consecration. And that is the first part of our part. The second one is faith. You see, without faith, there is no entire sanctification. Uh, Dr. Jerry says, we must believe God. Believe that God will do what he has promised. And believe he will do it now. This is faith. Now, what Jerry explains, though, is faith is not a feeling. It's not some bubbly excitement in us. It's not just this, this, this feeling that comes and goes. That's not what faith is. Neither is faith a desire. I mean, desire is vital, but desire alone is not faith. And, and faith isn't hope either. Hope and faith are two different things. We can hope to be sanctified, but that's not what faith is. Jury says that we could say he might do it, he could do it, it's possible, but that's not enough. This is hope, right? We have hope that we're going to be sanctified, but that's not what faith is. And lastly, faith is not a mental assessment. Dr. Jury said, we may accept the fact that God cleanses and energizes following our consecration. We may see the truth in God's word and believe it, and we can accept it as true, recite it as, a, as our creed, and even teach it as dogma, but accepting the truth is not faith. He continues on and says, Feeling, desire, hope, and belief are all bases of sanctification, but none of these are sanctifying faith. We receive God's provisions for us when we reach out in faith and receive them. 
Sanctifying faith is trusting in God's promise now. It's receiving now. It's receiving the cleansing and the empowerment and the power by faith now. It's more than saying, I want this work. It's saying, I receive this work in my heart right here and right now. The one who calls us is faithful, and he will do it. Faith believes he has done it. When Jesus went back to Nazareth, he could, he could only do a few miracles and works. Why? Because he wasn't powerful enough? No, absolutely not. It was because of their lack of faith. They didn't believe. They didn't believe that a, that a carpenter's son could be doing these things. They did not believe that it was possible, and therefore, it didn't happen. And so my question for you, is this true for you? Is God's work in your life limited by your own little faith? If you doubt that you could be totally cleansed from your inclinations to disobey, do you, accept to, to be, do you expect to be cleansed? Do you have faith that he will cleanse you? Do you have faith that he will empower you? Do you believe he could do it right now? In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, says, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Church, are you ready to be totally consecrated? Do you have enough faith to believe he is able to sanctify you? I love the way that Dr. Jerry ends this chapter. <clears throat> he says, God works in mysterious ways. We know this. Our part is consecration and faith. And if we've done all we can, then we wait on the Lord to complete his part. But our waiting is not casual. It is active. Active seeking means we keep asking, we keep seeking, and we keep knocking. You see, many Christians have given up, to, uh, up the quest for holiness because God did not respond in 10 minutes. Keep on seeking. Church, it is my prayer that we will surrender our all to God and that we will have the faith to know and believe that he has done it in our lives. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you right now. And Lord, I want to thank you for my church and my family and friends right now. Thank you for everyone that is taking this journey with me. And Lord, right now, if there is somebody who has not given their all to you, who is holding something back, Lord, I pray that you will tug on their hearts, that you will reveal that area to them so that they can totally surrender to you. And Lord, if we have doubts right now, if we have questions and, and if we're doubting that it's been done in our life, this, this in sanctification, Lord, I pray that you will remove those doubts, that you will give us the power to be able to believe that it's happening right now and open our eyes to that. Lord, fill us with your cleansing and your empowerment. And if there is a concern right now uh, for my family and friends, Lord, in their, in their lives, Lord, I pray that you will take it you will transform it and allow your will to be done. And it's in your glorious and holy name that we pray. Amen. Friends and family, guys, I love you all. I hope you all have a blessed week. I hope to see you on Sunday.